0: Alright, I believe I'm ready. All right. Two guys
1: at a tiny desk, moving from believing to
0: knowing. Hi, I'm Aaron. My pronouns are they, there, and them. And I'm Joe. My pronouns are he, him, and his.
1: Welcome to Two Guys at a Tiny Desk, a bi weekly theological pa- podcast where we expose the elephant in the room and ask the challenging questions that haunt humanity. You are invited to join us on a journey of self-discovery and transformation. don't you, Aaron, why don't you get us started we prepare
0: oh thou from whom the breath of life comes whom fills all realms of sound light and vibration may your light be experienced in this space and push us beyond the threshold give us wisdom understanding assistance for our daily need let us be freed from which keeps us off from our true purpose. I say,
1: I why don't we get started with a short bio for ourselves?
0: Okay. Um, I'm a Cuban male in the diaspora, currently post-Christian uh, on a journey of self. Um, that makes me a shaman in process. Um, I fell into this path, stumbled upon this path, from seeing so many people hurt through trauma um, that were surrounding me. And I was just like, (laughs) how do we fix this? You know, like, how do we, how do we do this? So, you know, going to seminary at NYTS, you know, I learned about healing, the wounded healer, you know, um, it gave me a new side of looking at Christianity and Jesus, um, thus propelling me post-Christian, um, where i can appreciate you know the relationships we build with people to the point whereas my goal now is to you know create platforms or groups or even clinics to help people heal you know not just physically but mentally spiritually uh, you know
1: my family has been involved with all levels of the church for my lifetime from non-believers an ancestor that's on his way to canonization, meaning he's up for sainthood. I was raised as a Kojic, Church of God in Christ, Catholic, Jehovah's Witness, who had a lot of questions about faith, and ultimately wanted to share my love for God with others. So with the help of my lovely wife, telling me the best way to get to know or to get to answer the question I had it was to go to school, I am finishing up my Master of Divinity at New York Theological Seminary. Now, let's jump into our discussion for the day.
0: The word of Luke. Today's topic slash discussion. For our first session, we would like to invite you into a space of consciousness, a vulnerable and loving space that will encourage you to think differently or consider it. Coming out of the Christian Bible from one of the four canonical gospel scriptures, Luke 23,
2: 34. It says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And Aaron, I think we should pull out some fulcrum words for this. The words Father, forgive, know not what they do, and then the Mm -hmm. word know by itself. Yeah. So the first word father comes from the Greek root pater, Mm. strong's number G3962, parent, nearest ancestor, a nourisher. So from the definition here, God is not a male. No. What you think about the word?
0: Uh, What I think is interesting is that uh, this, this definition of father does not Specify gender, you know? Um, you have a parent, like, <laughs> that's not saying it has to be a male. Nearest ancestor, a nourisher. These these could be a number of things, you know? Um, so father actually is being used in a grander scale, more of an, a universal, you know, um, level. You know,
2: I always heard one of the reasons that the men that wrote the Bible put in the word father was because in the Jewish tradition, a father had to claim their children. Mm. So that is, that is perhaps one of the reasons, but I know in our time and probably for the whole lifetime, a lot of people have had problems with the word father. Um, I generally see God as my father and when I am closest to God, I'm like a little child holding up to a thumb. Uh, but I said that and it's a lie because whenever I've seen God or myself in that position, God has never been a male. It's just like this awesome huge figure. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe I just been drinking the Kool-Aid when I say that. <laughs>
0: no i mean i mean this is pretty straightforward i know how the word father itself has hurt so many people and continues to hurt so many people um i really do understand that you know uh that's why i do like highlighting that based on strong's you know g 3962 it states father is a parent a nearest ancestor a nourisher you know, with that kind of definition, it really changes the context of how "father" is being used in a lot of scriptures, especially in the second testament. I like
2: that. All right, the next word. It says, "forgive them." So, next <laughs> word is "forgive." Comes from the yeah. root word, the the Greek, alpha, emi, or at least something like that. It's strong's G eight six three, and it's defined as to let go, to let alone, to let be, give up a debt, to leave undying, to leave behind one, to leave so that we what is left may remain, to abandon or to leave destitute. So give me your opinions on the word forgive, brother.
0: That's crazy. Um, this is deep. This is deep. Um, The one definition that popped out to me was, give up debt. I mean, we talk about how we live in a system where we just exchange debt. And then you have a figure like Jesus come along and say, give me your debt, you know, because my loan process is easier. You know, like I'm basing my loan on you Based on your specific situation, right? It, it, he makes it intimate, right? Um, he doesn't he doesn't do it to profit in the sense of getting more in return, but the profit is the person growing because he's a builder, he's a grower, right? He he harvests like no other. You know what I mean? So. When you want to talk about forgive it's so hard for humanity to even make that practical because we have so much pain and hurt you know and that that really is preventing us from like letting everything going and saying i forgive you or i forgive whatever and to really honestly allow that to spiritually just shut off your yourself like that won't happen unless you start, you know, chiseling at the pain and the trauma inside, you know? You have to really achieve vulnerability, you know? Forgiveness is not about forgiving another party, but it's actually about you forgiving yourself, yourself for doing what happened or whatever happened, happened, it's okay, you know? Just forgive yourself. And then from there on, it's a ripple effect of forgiving others. You
2: know? That is powerful. I, I definitely agree. Um, I'm trying to look up something. Because you, you said something it popped up in my mind that um, I posted on Facebook. And yeah. it was about when it comes to, or, or I'm putting it together, when it comes to for forgiving and stuff like that, um, it's First Peter 5 that says, so be, cont- be content with who you are. Don't put on airs. God's strong hand is on you. He'll promote you to at the right time. Live carefree before God. He is most careful with you. So this, this may not tie for a lot of people, but thinking mm-hmm. about being able to forgive myself, mm-hmm. a lot of the Things I hold on to like buried deep underground is because I tried to do stuff myself and mm. I put myself in situations that I should never have been in. Right. Um, and that 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 whole idea of being able to trust somebody to have you. And you you went biblical talking about Jesus said my loan is lighter my loan is better for you but i think this could be used in so many different ways that are not highlighted or i've never highlight heard highlighted at church let me let me say it like that um so that that's why i took a pause to go there because mm. you know the self is a big issue with forgiveness Definitely. now to transition to the next it's it, in the greek it's o eodu. know not what they do strongs g3756 and g1492 in the definition there the absolute negative perceive by any of the senses to inspect examine to experience to have regard for someone or cherish someone that is what that whole sentence know what they know not what they do means that's not what I expected.
0: No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, that, that phrase is just loaded. Loaded. Look, you know, you, you want to talk about know not what they do. Okay, experience. How can you be mad at someone for not experiencing what you experience? Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like... <laughs> We, <laughs> there's no way that we can hold up people to this high regard that we like to because we're all human. We're all just pretty much on the same level or same kind of paths, you know, no one's so much ahead, you know, um, perceived, I mean, absolute negative, <laughs> what is that meaning? Right? To examine, but regard for someone to cherish, you know that's that's hard. That you know that's saying that the majority doesn't doesn't know how to do that. Yeah, you know what popped in my
2: mind? It's it's very stupid, but it's it's a metaphor. It's like me being upset with somebody for them not liking or not tasting a freshly made chocolate chip cookie.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or a
2: mm-hmm. chocolate chip cookie, right? right
0: and right, right. them not
2: understanding, you can't be upset with somebody with not understanding. No, you can This 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 text obviously is one of the things Jesus is saying during the crucifixion, mm. but it's so vast and deep. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. don't we don't go there with it. So that not being able able to perceive by any of our senses, in not seeing taste smelling like w- we really need to go deeper into this later on maybe that's mm. that's where yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and the <clears throat> next word is no strong g1492 the mm. root word is I do I said it better last time <laughs> so this is the one again to have regard for one to cherish to pay attention to, to understand the essence of something, how it works, and how it is created.
0: Mm. Mm. (laughs) This is such an interesting word. You have no idea. (laughs) Tell me what you know, brother. Oh my gosh. Um, Right, so. For example, you like to make jerk chicken, correct? Yes. All right, cool. You have your own kind of recipe, right? Yeah. All right. I don't know that recipe. I don't think most people know your recipe, right? But you know that recipe. Yes. Right. You know that recipe because you created that recipe. That's true. You created that recipe because you understand how creating recipes work. My senses, you see, I perceive by the senses. Mm. And that and that's just one way of, of cooking, right? We perceive our right. senses and, and, and taste and smell. But you know how to know how things work is to also be able to recreate it. So that's part of knowing the essence of something. Right? So forgive them for they do not know. They do not have or possess the knowledge of how things work or they don't have the knowledge of, you know, what, what would happen if they made that choice? You know, no one would have known that. Right. So you have to be able to then now slide into their experience and try to imagine what that really looks like. Literally trying to walk in someone's shoes. How often do we actually do that? You know, instead we pass by people already profiling and judging and determining, you know, whether we should be near them, talk to them, befriend them, you know, ignore them, you know, lie to them, all these things. Instead of trying to say, wow, like, how is this person's life? Like, mm. is it, you know what I mean? Like, how often have we stopped at some and looked at someone and said, man, they look like they had a hard day i want to imagine what that hard day looked like yeah you know and then i'd be more grateful for people like her or him that do what they do day in and day out right we'd have a more appreciative community you know? and that's like first signs of love right agape yeah. love to appreciate right
2: yeah, i, w- I want to go a little different with this okay. If that's cool yeah yeah
1: yeah
2: um just the word no i am gonna be 42 years old right Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm i don't know i don't know what age i am but the question is thinking about where i am in my life how many people really know themselves Mm. and how do you get to know anything else anybody else without first really getting to know yourself. right. And it's a journey for me. Mm. It's Mm. a journey. It's hard. I get a lot of help from my family, especially my wife, when she asks questions and I sit there and ponder about why do I react a certain way? Why, you know, why do I do the things I do? And that is a journey to get to know yourself. Mm. And I think knowing the self is very important when it comes to, or very important in order for us to get to know others, to mm. show the attribute of love in a real way, you know? Yeah. So that is, that is, that is where I am. And I think that's where I, I want to shift You said something before, and I'm going to say it. I'm going to take your word. Sorry. (laughs) Go for it. We spent most of our lives believing instead of knowing. So we spent most of our lives believing instead of knowing.
0: That's deep. That's deep. deep. Well, you
2: said it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So I hope hope our podcast, I hope two men, us, the two guys in a tiny desk, I hope that we'll work to move within ourselves from believing to knowing. Mm. Maybe we could help others to move in the same way. Oh, wow. Powerful. Yes. Count me in. Count me in. All right. (laughs) I want to tell everybody, please check us out in two weeks for our next session. Mm. And if you have Any questions, thoughts, ideas? We'd love to hear from you. All right, benediction, sir.
0: Benediction, on the spot. Um, The universe is in you, and you are the universe. Do all things incredible, impossible, and magnificent, and be you.